So 6.30 on the dot. And I probably won't even take all of the 30 minutes this morning, but I am excited to have you all here with me. So for those of you who are joining the Morning Inspiration with Pastor Walt, surprise! I look a little different from him. I got a little bit more hair, even though it's hair I bought. Um, and uh, sporting some glasses that I know he doesn't wear as well. But it is Wednesday morning and you got up and decided to join in this day. So I want to welcome you and say to all of you, good morning, gorgeous. And I say that to the men and the women because you have to really, you know, you have to speak goodness on yourself and recognize who you are. You're a child of God. So you're awesomely made, wonderfully made and you're gorgeous. So for the men and women who are joining via Facebook or YouTube or whatever. Good morning, gorgeous, and welcome. Um, Pastor Well actually tagged me two weeks ago, and I think he called my name out at the end of the of his broadcast and said, get ready, Nicole, get ready, Vaughn. Um, I didn't know that meant he was saying, tag, you're it. Uh, last week, I was in uh, the balmy state of Des Moines, Iowa, um, and it was cold and it's a different time zone. So I asked if I could please do this Wednesday and praise God for Nicole Lynch and her wonderful study last week. But for this morning, I just wanted to reach out and first give honor to God and say a quick word of prayer. And we will jump right into this. So Heavenly Father, we thank you this morning. We thank you for this day, this morning that we've not seen before. And God, we thank you for the energy. We thank you for the ability to move, to speak, to see, to hear, to do all those wonderful things that are blessings for us each day. God, we gather this morning just for a little word, a little encouragement, a little something to help us motivate and move through this day. Um, as you would have us to perform, as you would have us to come across to our peers. God, just step into us this moment and fill us up. Amen. So again, I am not Pastor Walt. And if you do not happen to know who I am, I am Von Kinloch. I am a chosen city church member and a willing church worker, obviously. Um, and I'm using whatever capacity that might be needed including Wednesday morning inspiration. Um, so I'm here and you are here and we are all gathered together at like old dark 30 in the morning to spend a few minutes just hearing about the love of Jesus Christ. And so today I am going to attempt not to be like Pastor Walk or anyone else who has done, but just to do my way of giving you some food for thought. And the scripture that I'm taking it from um, if someone can put it in the chat, is Lamentations 3, verses 22 and 23. It's one of my favorite scriptures. And the CEB version says, Certainly the faithful love of the Lord hasn't ended. Great is your faithfulness. And the topic that I would like to use today is, can I get a refill? Um, so we go through... I go through day to day um, with various challenges that come our way. And if you've ever participated in the women's ministry um, 
Saturday meditations in the park and do what I call a unique type of yoga called faith moves, then you know that a, a very integral part of what I see as self-care is this, blowing bubbles. Uh, whenever you come to a women's retreat, we hand these out because these have actually become a sort of um, mainstay for the women of Chosen City Church and the things that we do. And it's quite simple how we use them. When things start to overwhelm us, when things start to move out of control, if we feel ourselves getting anxious or angry, um, we have them on our desktops, we have them in our car, we have them in our purses, but we just woo, take you in for prayer in our spirit and blow away your issues. So if you are getting on my last nerve and you suddenly see me do this, I've just blown you out of my thoughts, out of my existence. I am clearing my space for something much more pure and kind and gentle. So blowing buzz bubbles, always an integral part of anyone's life. I actually think uh, one of our members told me that she was feeling herself getting pulled into a very difficult or um, heated conversation with her spouse and she didn't want to do it. So she pulled out her bubbles in the middle of their conversation and just started blowing bubbles to bring her down so that she didn't escalate to the level that it could have gone. So blowing bubbles is a great thing. I believe in it wholeheartedly, but you have to admit that these little bottles can run dry, much like our faith. Our faith center can sometimes run dry. So for those of you who are like walking in like 100% faith at all times and you're blessed and highly favored, as the pastor likes to say, at all times, um, you may not need the bubbles and you may not need to be refilled. But I would venture to say that for the rest of us, for many of us, we have to do something more. We have to drop on our knees when we see doors being shut. We have to call out in prayer when mistakes repeatedly get made. We have to ask the Lord give us strength when friendships start to get strained or when love is lost or when marriages are hanging on by a thread or when your child is determined to live a destructive life or maybe those don't affect you but these stressors do. You have more bills than you have money in your bank account. And for many of us, this is a harsh reality thanks to the um, non-existent recession that we're in. But maybe it's not even a money issue that's got you kind of low on your faith. Maybe it's a relationship where you're pouring out into others all the time. You're dipping into your faith vessel, your faith allotment, and you're pouring out attention to others. You're, you're loving on others. You're, you're providing kindness and, and mission work to the downtrodden. Um, or sometimes your peace is just in turmoil. Or you're guiding someone through their own uh, chaos. Or you are praying for those who, who feel depre depleted, defeated, and depressed. In other words, you're doing all this pouring out, just pouring out all of you until sometimes it drains you dry and you need a refill on your faith. 
So for those of us who are sometimes facing this, what I call faith famine, guess what? God understands. And his faith refills are available to you for free. And we all like free, right? Um, it's the one thing that you can get from God at any given moment, at any given day, at any given time. And he will refill you so you can press on. He understands. But he is refilling just not because you feel like you're not being the perfect Christian. He's also refilling people who just need a faith power, a boost, a jolt, or a push of electricity into their spirits to remind them of who they are and whose they are. So we're at this moment now where we are receptive and we're ready to receive whatever word God has for us. But we got so much stuff caught up in us. We can't embrace, accept, or even enjoy our faith refills. So what I would like to do, and we're about to get into that faith move yoga for a moment. So don't put your not me hat on before you even try. What I would like for everyone to do, whether you're watching or listening, is just take a deep breath and let it out. Just... Let out all that stuff. You've been holding your breath all morning. You've been holding your breath all night, holding on to the things that you are trying to wrestle with in your mind, wrestle with in your prayers, wrestle with in your dreams. Just take a moment to take a really deep breath from your diaphragm. Just and fill your chest. Fill it in with the joy, with the happiness and the peace that love provides and God provides. And let out the stress, the chaos, the hate that is inside you. Again, breathe in discernment, direction, and faith. And breathe out doubt, confusion, and unbelief. Breathe in and breathe out. Breathe in that God is filling us up. He's stepping into our lives this morning. Breathe out all that stuff that's in the corner and crevices of your mind and your heart and your spirit that you need to let go. Breathe in and step into a God's spirit. Let him just fill you. Let him fill up that vessel that is you. Breathe out that stuff that's hanging on the bottom, that bottom feeder stuff that you just really can't shake. We're going to shake it this morning. We're breathing in God's guidance, his son, his leadership, his voice. <sighs> breathing out all the naysayers, the missayers, the downtrodden sayers, the crab in the barrel. So what is it? The crab in the bottom of the barrel naysayers. You are a child of God, which immediately releases you from all those people that are holding on to your ankles, pulling you at your waist, grabbing you by your back. You are 
free of all of those crabs, all of those bottom feeders, because you are filled with God's word. So I don't know about you, but I will speak from my point of view. Sometimes I just run empty and, and I don't know why. I, I, I know that all Christians hit some, some rough patches, some, some faith famines, but it just seems to be getting so hard to follow Christ in this day and time. So many things pulling at you, so many um, draws, so many things that pull at your attention, so many things that pull at your attention that aren't even necessary in your life. But we're all still trying to be relevant. We're still trying to be uh, seen. We're still trying to get likes. We're still trying to get boosted because we feel that the more you see us, then, of course, the more God sees us and our more that we're filling up in ourselves. But it doesn't work that way. Just because you're seen, just because you're busy really doesn't mean that you're doing God's work or refilling yourself on faith. So what I, what I want to remind you is even though you may be one of the staunchest faith walkers, sometimes you hit a rough patch. Sometimes you might hit moments of doubt and it makes you no less of a follower. It makes you no less of a Christian to need a refill. Sometimes you just need the assurance of knowing that God sees and hears what you're going through. So let's look at how the faith walk can affect all of us, the holy rollers and the new saved newly saved. And it's simply by life and things make us doubt what we believe or they make us question or people make us question what we know. Even John the Baptist has some questions and he I'd say was one of the staunchest um, supporters of, of Jesus Christ, the purveyor of Jesus Christ for the most part. And even he wasn't sure now, if you remember, he sent um, he sent disciples to ask um, Jesus, are you really the Messiah? Are you really the one that they talk about or is it someone else? Should I be really lifting up someone else? And what Jesus said wasn't an answer in yes or no, but it was a reaction and re a response that we all need to keep in mind. Jesus said, go back to John and tell him what you have seen and heard. The blind see, the lame walk, the lepers cured, the, um, the deaf hear, and the dead raised to life. And the good news is being preached to the poor. He did not say, yes, I'll be the one wearing sandals. I am the one who is doing this. I am the one who's saying that. He said, remember to see what he has done and remember the word that he preaches. So in other words, to refill your faith today for the rest of this week, to refill you on this hump day when your bottle may be running a little empty, you need to rely on the works of Jesus and the word of Jesus. So 
relying means that whatever you're going through right now, whatever you face in the coming hours or coming days, whatever is going to happen once you get off this call, Jesus already knows about it. He understands your problem and he's going to take you through it, not leave you to do it alone, but he is there with you every step of the way. And right now, some of us need it because right now, some of us are struggling with sin. We are like, Jesus, I keep failing. I keep seeming to miss the mark. I keep feeling like I'm losing my connection. I feel like I have faith, but it's superficial faith. Even Paul talked about how difficult it was to live and lead a Christian life. Romans 7 and 15, he said, I don't understand myself at all. I really want to do what is right, but I don't do it. Instead, I do the very thing I hate. How many of us are feeling that way some days? Not every day, but maybe one day out of the 365 days you feel that way. And there is good news for you. God forgives. He redeems. He renews. And if you go to Psalms 103, verses 3 through 5, it's even clearer than that. He says he forgives your sins, everyone. He heals your diseases, everyone. He redeems you from hell, saves your life. He crowns you with love and mercy a paradise crown. He wraps you in goodness, beauty eternal, and he renews your youth. You're always young in his presence. God makes everything come out right. Whatever you did before you jumped on this call, last night before you went to bed, yesterday when you should have been going home, yesterday when you were at work and had some ugly feelings about a coworker, he sees it all. He knows it all, and he makes everything come out all right. Isn't that just wonderful to know that no matter how badly you mess up, God is there still, still there for you, still there for your family, still there for your friends, still there for those you pray for, because God is there for you. And you are an extension of all those other people that are being saved by him. So when the rough times are in the midst of your life, when you're having your own kind of snares and entanglements happening, when you are in rough waters, kind of like the disciples were when they were on the Sea of Galilee, you have to remember that in order to make it through to get your faith refilled, you got to spend some time in God's presence. You have to recognize when he is doing great things in you and in others. It will let him know that the snares that try to trap and entangle you, they can't because you've already released it out of your vessel so that you could bring peace in. Whenever the vices start to destroy you, don't worry about it because we've just released it so that the faith and the power of God can fill us up. 
whenever you hit those intense waves and those cyclones in your life, remember what it said in Matthew 14, 27. It's all right because I am here. Don't be afraid. When you see things that shake you up, remember that it's all right. God is here. Don't be afraid. Remember, Jesus walked on water. He can do the same for you. He can walk through your stormy times in your life. When the, bait, when the boat is shaking on both sides, when the wind is starting to turn you in all kinds of directions. Remember, Jesus calmed the water. Just in the nick of time, he can make us stronger. He can make us defeat the enemy because Jesus controls the wind. He controls the rain. He also controls the sun and stars. So he is giving and pouring into us the patience, the trust, the love, the support, the kindness that we need to exist in our lives. Because we have pushed out all of the hate, the anger, the backstabbing, the darts that we have hovered in our life. So remember whose authority is on your life, who you answer to, and know who you serve. Because all of those things that may be happening now are minuscule in terms of God's power and his ability to free you from them. So how do you stay refilled on faith? One, you remember the acts, his actions. Think about yesterday. I know there was a mini miracle in your life because there was one in mine. How many times in the course of a day do you say to God be the glory? Because there is something that you can't immediately explain and don't want to try because you know, that's God. That's God with me here on this day at this time, making a change. Remember those many miracles. Remember those miracle signs and wonders that you experience. I've been blessed. I know that I am here for a reason to let you know that I've cheated death, that I have waged battles on behalf half of my family, that I have fallen short that I am working hard to be that faithful servant because I am getting a constant refill on seeing what God is doing in my life, in my family's life, in my friend's life, in my co-worker's life, in my neighbor's life. I don't have to be them to celebrate what God is doing for them and to remember that to God be the glory. For it is because of him that all things are done. So don't take it another step. Don't give it another second of your time for anything that is pulling or draining you of your faith. Just refill on remembering what God has done for you. And the second way to keep refilled on your faith is to read the word. Stay in the word, stay bathed, stay covered in the word. And it's sometimes the hardest thing for us to do is to stop, think about the situation, 
find a scripture that relates to it and speak it so that it is spoken into existence and whatever the devil is throwing at you is defeated. So I read somewhere where it says one of the hardest things for people to keep in their grasp is God's word because it's only satisfying and it can only help if it's in you and catch that. The word of God is only successful. It only can make a difference if it's in you. And by being in you, you need to constantly be refueled in the word. You have to remember that it's um, like the scripture from first Peter. It says like newborn babes long for the pure milk of the word that by you may grow in respect to salvation. You need the word in you. You need to launch and grasp those scriptures that today will help you fight the battles that you know you're going to face when you walk out that door. You need to embrace and speak the scriptures that will allow you to knock that monkey off your back so that you can be the productive person that you want to be. You need to remember how to speak those scriptures so that you can put a word of prayer on your child when you touch them and know that it is a firm word coming from God and that changes will happen. You need to have the word in you in order to exist in this day. You need to have the word in you and to fight the darts that are about to be thrown your way. You need to have the word in you so that you can be refilled on the word and refilled on your faith and refilled in your power. So remember this as you get ready to journey out into the world today. The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the strength of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? Go get your refill. It can be any kind of bottle, but you put quotes, scriptures, whatever you need in it so that when people work your nerve, you can reach in there and pull a scripture out. Or you start putting notes in your phone for when I am angry or when I am lost. For when I feel defeated, God has a word for you. God has a way to replenish you. God wants to refill you. God wants you to overflow with your blessings. All you have to do is stop, pause, allow God's word to fill you and his voice to be heard. All you have to do is stop. And look at how the leaves are changing, how you are getting to work and finding an extra $5 in your purse for some snacks that you don't really need to be buying. But it was there. There are many miracles going on all the time, but there are major miracles that are changing lives. You know about those too. You know about those who are beating cancer. You know about those who've overcome affliction. You know about those who are still moving when they were told they couldn't move again. God is working. God is giving. God is refilling. 
God is refueling you. So the question is, now that you're filled up, how are you going to pour it out on others? Because it's not meant to stay inside of you. It is meant to multiply, to start to bubble, to start to overflow so that when you reach out to others, it's the light from that faith that they see in you. When you reach out to others, it's that peace in that faith that they see in you. And today, let your light, let your peace shine as you tap into your refill. I hope you got something out of this this morning. I would like to wrap it up with prayer. Um, Heavenly Father, I thank you. I thank you for being tagged. You're it to sit before a group of lovers and followers of your word to speak a little bit of inspiration, God. I trust that what has been filled into them, what they have filled up on is the word of you. And now they're ready to go out into the morning and let their light be shown, their words be heard and their actions be seen. Thank you, God, for what you're doing in our lives. Thank you for what you are about to do at this very moment for the rest of the day. To you, truly, the glory goes, goes to God. And we ask this in your son's name. Amen. I hope you all have a phenomenal uh, Wednesday. I hope you all have a phenomenal week. To God be the glory. And you all be blessed.